right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. gang as we jump into this and i i'm gonna double up on this topic it's important it's personal but i've been watching uh hurricane ida coverage since yesterday been up since around three o'clock this morning and i'm watching it again ida can officially eat a bag of dicks gang i mean we just again for for, for those of you for this is just uh uh, a news article or whatever the fuck. Katrina wasn't too long ago. That was only like 15, 16 years ago, gang. And you got to understand something. If you were there, if you were stressed out like I was because my family's sitting right next door, it, a decade and a half plus ago seems like 15 days ago, right? And it's like, trust me, I'm about to double up on this uh, topic. But, uh, all the well wishes uh, to New Orleans, everybody. Baton Rouge, uh, looks like Mississippi's going to get fucked. I'm sitting here, uh, again, it's something I'm going to try. I'm going to give it everything I have to, you know, switch over to Netflix <laughs> later because this is just going to stress me the fuck out. My family's all checked in. Uh, they're all, you know, shacking up together. But if you got family there... Yo, you, you know the stress, and I'm sorry we all have to go to this shit again. So, uh, Ida, go fuck yourself. Uh, Southern states, my fingers are crossed. Uh, gang, this one was not on the hit list, but we're just going to jump right into today's show because I was on uh, YouTubing as I'm getting ready to uh, rock and roll for this show and again, and this was only going to be a minute stay because I've, I've done an entire episode on this shit. Vegan, stop fucking doing that. Again, it, I, I deal with rape every day, all day. You'll never guess what. I don't like rape. I really don't like rape. And in my free time, you know what it is I don't do? I do not go and search for graphic images of people being sexually violated. And I didn't even get it. I didn't even, you know, of course, see the whole fucking video. But it's just this video again because it's not on my mind. And there's a video. And all you see is this beautiful, majestic lion. And it's obviously having a really good dream, right? Because it's kind of, you know, have you ever seen your dog sleep? And it's kind of what we call chasing rabbits, right? And it was magnificent. And then I'm reading the caption. Then I realized, oh, this is what I'm about. This was about to happen. Apparently, gang, right as that lion kind of woke up as it heard a commotion, a big game hunter shot the lion. Now, again, who, who do you think you're educating, assholes? I am, and why do you say I? I mean all of us. Unless you're like four years old, again, everyone knows where meat comes from. Yes, we are very well aware of what happens when you, uh, what is it called, canned hunting? When you stock, you know, a certain area with, with, with animals and then people pay money. It is. It's literally fishing in a fucking barrel. Right. I, we are all aware. 
that meat comes from animals. We are all aware that game hunting can suck the left nut. But here's the thing, fuck faces. I'm not a vegan. And I, and if I was, I definitely wouldn't be the militant kind. Again, I'm going to close this one out because, again, I did an entire episode and I have cut countless fucking Twitter videos on this topic. You assholes actively search out for what it is you claim to hate the most. Again, do you, I won't watch Django Unchained. I will not watch any Queen. I don't watch any of that stuff. Again, racism for me is not something out of a history book. I've experienced it firsthand. My family, all this shit that you guys read about and see on TV and be like, oh, that was really sad. Shut the fuck up. That happened to my family. So as a result, I do not go searching for those images. I don't need a video of someone being lynched so I can be reminded how fucking terrible it is. They almost did it to my Uncle Milton in Big Mama's front yard. So again, to close with this one out, I'm going to say again, from the bottom of my one-sided ball sack, go fuck yourselves. Again, you guys consistently go and look for what it is you claim to be bothered by the most. All right, gang, I told you Uncle Bobby was going to come out firing. Yeah, that, that, that one, that was a good one. That was a good one. Now we're going to move on to some little bit meteor, gang. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. Gang, you, no one should be shocked and surprised. There's a video inside the New Orleans airport. Sad. That That's really all I can say is sad. Then again, shock, surprise. All flights have been canceled, right? My family couldn't get out. And my dad was like, yo, come here. Yeah, th- this is going to be rough. But gang, oh, well, you know what? Hey, what a great lead in. I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. That one tasted like breakfast tacos. But, gang, so there was a video that I commented on. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, go peep my timeline at rcread 40 at rcread 40 And it what looks to be some white dude. And he is not having a good day, right? He's yelling. He's screaming. He's picking up heavy objects and throwing it at people. And then you hear him, you know, yo, nigga, what's up, nigga? Man, fuck y'all. And all this other bullshit, right? Gang, I commented on that video. And I've told you how I feel about this topic. I, 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 I've, I've had it. There, all these people are just standing around. He got physical with airport employees. He did. Those little things that, you know, form the separation lines or whatever the fuck. I bet you those things weigh about 20 pounds, which may not sound like much. But when you throw that shit and if it makes contact with someone's face, again, someone's in trouble. And gang, I'm absolutely sick and tired of rooms full of people, dozens, sometimes hundreds, and no one does a fucking thing. Everyone just wants to be the one person responsible for the latest, you know, Facebook viral video. That's what I was commenting on. I also made the comment about, yo, here's another white boy, you know, thinking that it's okay for him to say the word, oh, that he's earned the right to say the word nigger. That was not the point of what I posted. But gang, the stupid people chimed in, right? And here's the thing. I've done an episode on this one. 
And I'm going to do another one because, God damn it, this needs to be addressed. The first person who chimed in said, well, I guess the, the film was supposed to be about, I guess he was mad about being forced to wear a mask. He actually was the only person in that video without a mask. So this person chimed in and said, well, he it, that's, you know, I guess fake news. It wasn't about the mask. I'm like, is that what you saw? <laughs> is that really what you saw? And then the exact same person chimed in with, because I said, another white boy thinking that he's earned the right to say the word nigger. And then he said, he's actually Hispanic. Okay, here's the thing. I said the exact same thing about Kyle Rittenhouse. Because I said, yo, Kyle Rittenhouse is enjoying a little white privilege there, ain't he? And some asshole chimed in with, oh, Kyle Rittenhouse is actually Mexican. I was like, yeah, yeah, with a name like L. Rittenhouse. How did I not see that obvious fact? Right? So the fact that you want to sit here and argue that that was a Mexican dude and not a, you're missing the fucking point, chat. Y- you really are. That's about as relevant as bringing up celery sticks. Right? And so, but then, now that wasn't too terribly bad. But gang, then again, the stupid patrol was in full effect. And it was the same shit. And it was, you know, oh, I didn't know white, uh, black people, you know, owned the word nigger. And I was like, hey, fuck face. Again, I have searched in vain for my nigger LLC card. And you know what? I can't find it. You're absolutely right. Black people do not own the word nigger. We do not. And then I had some fuck face sit up there and say, you know, this is America. You what about our First Amendment right? You know, we're allowed to say anything. That's the way it goes. And again, fuck face. This is not a First Amendment issue. It is not. Right? And again, it was just it was this typical bullshit. Right? What and I've been told before, what well, it's a double standard, Robert. Why is it that black people can say it and we can't? That's not fair. Okay. I'm gonna say it again. I'm going to say it again. You are right. We do not own the word nigger. White people, if you want to say the word nigger, I invite you to. And again, fuck face. This is not a First Amendment issue. It is not. Again, your bastardized view of what the fucking First Amendment states, every syllable out of your mouth demonstrates how fucking stupid you actually are. I'm going to explain to you fuckers yet again. Here is another memo from the desk of the brain damaged C student. What the First Amendment states is what the government can do to your speech. I use the same example every time. If I launch a website that says I do not like Donald Trump.com, I can do that. There, there's no penalty involved in that. But no right. Not even your right to life is absolute. So if I launch the website, I'm going to murder DonaldTrump.org.edu. Whatever the fuck, I'm going to get snatched the fuck up. The First Amendment says what the government can or cannot do to your speech, not your next door neighbor. But again, in terms of that, again, your, your quote unquote First Amendment right does not excuse you from consequences. Again, yes, you can say it. I, I, I highly, matter of fact, you know what? How about this right here, right? To fuck around is human. To find out is divine. Fuck around and find out. I am no longer going to sit here and say, you know what? Knock yourself out. No, 
Now, it, you know what, white people? It is all gravy for you. It is all gravy. I, you want permission? Now you got it. There's nothing wrong with a white boy or a white girl saying the word nigger. And you know what? You guys are absolutely right. It's Drake's fault or whatever the fuck. I don't know. you. I, I could have named a single Drake song. I'm just sure I fucking hate it. Right? You're right. You're right. It isn't generations and generations and generations and generations of white people calling black people niggers. You're right. It is not their fault. It's N.W.A.'s fault. It's Drake's fault. Right? Whoever the hell's fucking rappers there are today. You're absolutely right. So this is what I strongly suggest you do. You go find the biggest, meanest, strongest looking black guy you can find. I'm talking a seven foot, 13 inch black dude named Abdul. He has 30 inch biceps and on his left bicep, he's got a tattoo and that tattoo reads, not today, Mr. Charlie. I want you to go and get nose to chest. Yeah, you short motherfucker. Get nose to chest with Abdul. First, you let him know that Uncle Bobby sent you. You've got lots of black friends, don't you? And I want you to call that black dude nigger. That's what I want you to do. You've got my permission. And you're right. It's Drake's fault. Oh, wait, who's that little bastard who I can't stand? Little Wayne. I can't stand Lil Wayne. The only reason why I have not held that fucker's head underwater until he has drowned to death is that it is currently against the law. But it's his fault, right? It's not your father's fault. It's not your great-grandfather's fault. It's not your great-great-grandfather's fault. Owned slaves, raped them, beat the skin off their back. No, 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 no. It's not his fault at all. It's black people's fault that you can't keep the word nigger out of your fucking filthy mouth. So... You want it? Now you got it. You have my permission. But again, your stupid, brain-dead fucking arguments about black people don't own the word and this and that, the blase and the glavenoids. You fucks are forgetting one incredibly important piece of information. And again, I'm almost 50 years old. My daddy told me this when I was in the single digits and I still live my life by this. Apparently, your dad didn't do you these favors, so I am. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, comes with the five minutes after. The question, I just belched, hashtag unprofessional. That one was a repeater, gang. That one still tasted, more specifically, I think that was the bacon. That, that was the bacon, egg, and cheese. I had two bean and cheese and one bacon egg. But here's the thing, fuck faces back to my dad. No matter what you say, no matter what you do, it has a five minutes after. So the question is, are you prepared to pay whatever potential penalty comes next? Right. When you make a choice, whether you realize it or not, you choose the end result of that choice. Then again, go ahead. Go ahead and step to a black person because you're right. We don't own it. Please call us a nigger with everything you got. I want you to feel it in your bones, Jack. I do. And when your monkey ass get puts to sleep because what you didn't realize, but you just fucked around and found out, you ordered the three-piece combo extra crispy, hold the fries. You did. And your ass going to get put to sleep. And then y'all are going to be the first ones to sit here on my Twitter timeline and say, well, Robert, you should shut the fuck up. Again, 
Don't ask more from us than what you're willing to give yourselves. All I'm asking you is to don't call me a fucking nigger, but then you're going to test me, ain't you? Right? So again, I don't want to be called nigger. You want to keep your teeth. Are you willing to come to the middle and talk a trade? You stupid bastards. All right, moving on to another topic, gang. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Gin and truth, let's go. Gang, Uncle Bobby was running some errands this morning, made little groceries, picked up some breakfast, just some stupid shit. Uh, for whatever reason, probably because I hate myself, I just listened to the radio. It's on uh, 104.9. Uh, it's my, the sports talk radio station that I listen to. And the weekends, it's all about hunting, dove hunting and all this other bullshit, blah, 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 blah. I, I've listened to these guys for like five seconds before. I already knew, you know, it's not my cup of tea. But today I was like, fuck it. I'm going to give it a run. Gang, they, they, they were doing the Okay, first of all, I've said this before. Getting up and saying, well, I'm not ashamed to say I'm an American. Okay, again, shut the fuck up. Again, that takes about as much bravery as me going to my next uh, football letterman reunion as a Texas Longhorn standing up in the middle of 125 guys and saying, hook them, right? This, this, again, it's like Christian persecution. There's no such thing. And being an American is not under attack. And they started their the hour off with a room full of kids, a recording saying the Pledge of Allegiance. And then they played Whitney Houston's most look i'm still getting goosebumps thinking about it y'all remember it was like 90 whatever the fuck dallas cowboys versus um the buffalo bills super bowl whitney houston proceeded to sing if you were to rank the top 10 best ever renditions of the national anthem if this is not in your top three your list is not valid it was moving uh, there was not a dry. I still remember them panning the audience, and on the side, I'm still getting goosebumps. I bullshit you not. There were Marines. I mean, looking sharp, Jack, sitting there. Their backbones looked like fucking lumber, and they're trying to hold it together. Every single last one of them had tears streaming down. It was a beautiful rendition, and so they played that one. And then they went from that to, you know, if you're one of these kneeling for the flag assholes, why didn't you get out of the country? Blah, blah, blah. Uh, America, shut the fuck up. Again, stop it. Stop it. Stop it. And to speak to the kneeling, again, if the simple message don't kill black people, again, you're telling us to leave. I think you should leave. Again, no symbol can be more important than the people it represents. And again, these guys are big time Christians. I'm sure somewhere, if you squint it really hard, you would see that verse about idolatry. Again, you are really valuing the life, uh, the, the value of a piece of cloth over the life of people who are literally being hunted in this fucking country. And they were talking about the people who died in Afghanistan, the soldiers that died in Afghanistan. And, you know, you're shitting on those people. Again, I've got nothing to say about that. 
I did not serve. I All I can do is tip my hat to those who had, you know, the stones to sign on the line that is dotted. Those Marines, those Navy people, those aren't Air Force coach, they did their fucking job. That's all I'll say about that, right? But again, kneeling for a flag is not shitting on. Matter of fact, you know, again, go fuck yourselves, every single last one of you. Because again, Colin Kaepernick was the one who started this. I've told you this story before. This story is actually, one, well-known. Two, also very well fucking ignored. Colin Kaepernick sat his black ass on the bench during the national anthem. He did not call attention to himself. He did not say, hey, look at me. Nothing. A reporter noticed it like two or three games in a row and went up to him and was like, yo, what's up? Colin Kaepernick made the statement. I cannot stand for a song that does not represent all the people it claims to represent. That's when he made his famous quote, you know, cops are killing black people in the streets and getting a two week paid vacation. So, no, I'm not going to stand for it. Right. Then uh, Nate Boyer, a fellow Longhorn and also just so happened to be a Green Beret. He played football at the University of Texas. Hashtag hook him. Season starts up in six days, fuck faces. Let's go. But Nate saw what uh, Colin Kaepernick was doing, and he said, yo, at first I was enraged, right? I buried brothers wearing that uniform, fighting in God-forsaken country. Blah. Then he was like, yo, 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 hold on, Nate, hold on. Nate took a step out of his own ego. Again, look this up. I'm not putting words in his mouth. This is what Nate said. Then Nate stopped, he took a breath, and he said, I fought for that man's right to protest. I do not agree with the protest at all, but I fought so that Colin Kaepernick can do exactly that. So he contacted Colin Kaepernick. You know what he told Colin? He said, dude, I I do not agree with what you are doing, but I support your right to do so. Now, if you want to continue to protest, and you still want to show respect to those of us that have fought, get your black ass off the bench and go take a knee. Because taking a knee, he said, is what soldiers do to honor their fallen comrades. Now, if you haven't caught on, Nate Boyer is white. A white troop, again, You know, the troops that you guys claim to love so much. It was a white troop that told a black football player to take a knee. Funny how no one ever shits on Nate Boyer. Colin Kaepernick, Eric Reed, all those guys, they did exactly what a white troop told them to do. Why are you not shitting on him? Again, that sounds about white. Doesn't it? (laughs) I mean, fuck y'all. So again, these guys were sitting here doing the whole, well, I'm still proud to be an American. I don't care what you motherfuckers say. Again, no one's asking you to be ashamed of being an American. And again, if you ask Uncle Bobby, and if you're listening to my show, you just did, so I'm going to give you my opinion. The real patriots, the ones who love this country the most, are the ones that are willing to complain so it can get better. 
Again, if I don't give two shits about you, I'm going to let you trip all over yourself. I, I don't care. You're not worth my time. If I'm going to be hard on you, if I'm going to be critical, I just belched. Hashtag unprofessional. That one tasted like liquid. That one was kind of a boring belch. But if I do care about you, I am going to critique what comes out of your mouth. I I want you to be safe. If I do care about you, I'm going to critique what you do because I want you to get better. I I expect the exact same in return. And I told you all this is straight out of the mouth of my high school football coach. Right. It's when we yell at you. That's when you should celebrate. That means we care enough about you to correct you. Now, when you fuck up and you know you fucked up and you hear crickets, that's when you should panic. Because now we've given up on you and you're literally one bad play away from riding the fucking pine. So, again, these guys are sitting here talking this bullshit. Again, Again, we're not ashamed to call ourselves American. America, asshole. You're in America. You're in fucking Texas. Right. So, again, it's the the only people this this anti-American oppression, the perpetrators are them. I'm proud to be an American. I'm absolutely proud to be an American. And I'm so proud. I'm going to point out all the fucking bruises. I'm going to acknowledge the bright spots. Absolutely. But I'm going to open my mouth up because I want this place to fucking get better. Like, again, I rag this shit again when Katrina hit. And everyone's talking about, you know, it was a local government. It was a state government. It was a federal government. I was one of the first ones, at least in my circle, and told everyone to shut the fuck up. We can play the hot potato of blame game after we save the people in New Orleans. Open up your wallet and start donating to worthy fucking causes. Right? Again, you're arguing over celery sticks. It's irrelevant. So, again, to close this one out, these assholes sitting here talking about they're still proud to be an American. And if you're one of your turn your back on your country, people, you should get out. No. Again, if you aren't willing to put in the dirt, if you're not willing to get your knuckles dirty, you should get out. Again, we critique this country because we want it to be better for the generations that come after us. You dumb bastards. Shit. <laughs> All right, gang, we're moving on. We're moving the fuck on. You know how we do it. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, Delicious. Jan and truth. Let's go. Gang, I still can't believe. I'm still watching this shit. It's it is weird. So, again, if you've never been. So the dude is standing on like what's to be a second or third story. And he's got Bourbon Street in the background. Gang, there is never a time when Bourbon Street is not elbow to fucking elbow, be it two in the afternoon or two o'clock in the fucking morning. And again, I'm looking, I see literally one person walking the streets. It's just, it is creepy. It is creepy. I remember one of my trips back to the swamp, I think it was maybe seven years post Katrina. And you can still see the watermarks on buildings that were 30, 40 feet tall. And now they're showing, ah, fuck me, the Gulf. Oh, man. And it's weird. I really got to go watch something else after I finish this fucking recording. Again, it's only getting warmer and there's nothing to slow it down. 
Again, 157 miles an hour, that's a category five. That and it's at 150 now. And the shit hasn't really hit the fan yet. Uh the coast is getting ready to get struck down by the hand of God. The pimp hand's gonna be strong. So again, I really hope. Fuck. They just showed the five-day forecast or, or the the trajectory. Oh, fuck me. All right, you know what, gang? Hold on, let me write this down. <laughs> Y'all know I forget shit. Cat, I'm, uh, Knowles, this motherfucker. You know, Uncle Bobby gets distracted with rants and shit like that. And again, I, I've been watching this coverage since yesterday. Got a couple of hours of sleep. Got my black ass up at three, and I've been watching it ever since. Staying by my phone, making sure my family's all right. But gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Before I jump in to the next topic on the hit list, I saw a little poll. Uh, apparently, a husband and wife last night were having a debate on who is the greatest villain of all time. Now, there are definitely some people that need some honorable fucking mention, right? But I really don't think this is a debate. It, it, again, maybe I should put up a little desk like fuckface Steven Crowder right? Darth Vader is the greatest movie villain ever. Changed my mind. I mean, seriously, Darth Vader had fucking issues. Dude lived in chronic pain. He had magic powers. He fought with the fucking laser sword. He cut his own son's hand off. That is an asshole and a half. I mean, you remember how fucking scared we all were if you're my age and the first time you saw the first talk? Gang, I can't believe I'm getting ready to say this. 1977 this story has been almost four decades in the fucking making are you shitting me you you guys know who the first person Darth Vader fucking force choked his wife Padme was pregnant you guys remember that in fucking episode three right when fucking they got off the fucking spaceship right and he's fucking talking shit to Padme Then he turns around and sees Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? You brought him here to destroy me. And he chokes his fucking wife. She's pregnant with twins. What kind of... Ike Turner would not have done that. Are you shitting me? So, gang, this really isn't up for debate. Motherfucker... One more. Come on. One of the greatest lines of all time. I find your lack of faith disturbing. I mean, fuck me. How many of us have dreamed about standing over someone after we've whipped their ass and simply say, I find your lack of faith of disturbing? So again, this is not a debate. Again, hit me up on Twitter, at RCRead40. If you can come up 
with a fucking villain more dastardly than Darth Vader, I will tell you why you are wrong. Now, moving right along. So the first next fucker on the hit list is Michael Knowles. Now, again, I've talked about this ass white. Again, how many times have I quoted Momo? When you lay down with dogs, your monkey ass gets up with fleas. He's in bed with the likes of Candace Owens and Ben Shapiro. He's one of those guys. Now, again, I was, you know, on the road this morning and, you know, YouTubing, and this fuckface comes up. What he was doing was, oh, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm about to use a conservative buzzword. He was playing a game with himself where he was uh, looking at woke commercials and trying to find out, you know, what the product was. Now, again, you can if you search hard enough, gang, you can find some real fuck. I remember I was in um, Germany, right? I don't obviously I don't speak German. I'm not from Germania, but I'm sitting here just watching TV because there was nothing to do at the time. And gang, I bullshit you not. There were two people on a tennis court and they were pretty much just dry humping each other over the net. You know what that commercial was for? A wristwatch. They, none of them, neither one of them was wearing a fucking uh, wristwatch while they were fake fucking. And there's like wristwatch. Oh, like, okay. So again, you can find some bad commercials anywhere. And some of them were just kind of like, well, I don't understand why you would tie these two things together. But one of them was a, um, what the fuck? It was a razor commercial, right? Some fancy f- razor, right? But it was long story short, they were describing what people would call kind of typical standard beauty. And by typical and typical and standard, I mean white girl, right? And it was like, you know, when you hear this, what do you think of and so on and so forth. And you really don't get to see anybody during these commercials. And then you kind of get a clearer view of what you see. And they described standard American beauty standards. I just repeat the shit out of myself. <laughs> American beauty standards. And then they're like, did you think of me? One of them was a heavy set black woman with like a Grace Jones haircut. The other one was an older white woman with long, you know, silver hair. They showed all different kinds of women. And it's like, when we describe beauty, did you think of us? Now, again, how that tied into, you know, shave your armpits and your legs, I've got no clue. But then he went on this fucking uh, tangent, you know, about they're trying to change the standard of beauty, right? And and then he said, you know, he, oh, you know what? I bullshit you not. Look it up. He even called them ugly because they did not meet his standard, you know, white woman with big tits did not meet that standard of beauty. It was like, you know, it's actually very objective. I was like, I can't believe that came out of your mouth. No, it is not an objective standard. Maybe to your racist ass, right? What are you, a proud boy? <laughs> Jews will not replace. Shut the fuck up, Michael Knowles. It, it, to say beauty is objective is like saying art is objective. It isn't. Again, gang, I bullshit you not. I went to an art show. Now, again, I'm in a different life, you know, I, I had to be in the art world. And I remember going. And, gang, I bullshit you not. There was this enormous, probably 12 by 12 canvas. And I lie to you not. Up in the upper right-hand corner, there was a small red dot. That That's it. That, that was the whole painting. People were standing around that thing and crying. 
And I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. But it doesn't matter if I don't get it because you know why? They did. They, oh, there was another one. I boy, another one. I bullshit you not. <laughs> well, my ex-wife's friends. Yeah. And in her mind, she was the greatest artist of all time. I just didn't see it. And there was a, an exhibit where I guess she was the centerpiece, right? And I bullshit again, people were standing around crying, thinking it's the most beautiful thing they'd ever seen. Gang, I bullshit you not when I tell you there were probably 25 bags of microwave popcorn spread out all over the floor. Then there was a glass vase that came up to about my thigh. She filled that with honey. And in that, she put a machete. Again, that's it. That, that was the whole exhibit right there. People stood around and they fucking cried. And I was like, first thing I said was, what a waste of food. Uh, I'm embarrassed for her. Are you kidding me? She must have grew up rich than a motherfucker. You know how many people can eat off that goddamn popcorn? What's the matter with you? And then my ex-wife explained to me, this is uh, the African goddess Oshun. The microwave popcorn on the floor was Oshun feeding her children. I can't remember what the honey stood for, but the machete stood for her strength. You know what I said? I still don't get it. <laughs> I just don't get it. But again, beauty is as objective as art. And by that, I mean it's not. Again, those people thought it was fucking fantastic. I thought it was sitting on some bullshit. Now, again, y'all think I'm pulling your leg here. Uncle Bobby does not tend to gravitate towards skinny girls. I remember when I first started working where I work, and these are not my words. <laughs> these are not my words. But my former boss, we were talking. I was like, dude. I'm not even from these parts because we're, you know, this lady's attractive. This lady's, a, oh, what was that? Allie McBeals. Y'all remember that fucking show? She was the standard of beauty back then. And I was like, she looks like a fucking clothes hanger. She's skinny as a rail. Someone get this woman in IV drip of cream gravy stat. And everyone was talking about, oh, she's so beautiful. She's so hot. And I still remember Kyle saying, again, not my words. These are his. He said, I like tits on a stick. Some skinny lady with big fake. And you know what? I can't rag him. But that's his standard, not mine. And so, again, my point is on Michael Fuckface Knowles on this portion was, again, he's like, well, you know, you can't change the standard of beauty. I was like, it's not that it needs to change. It's that it was never yours. Right? I, I No, I don't like skinny girls. You, you can't make me. <laughs> you can't make me. Right? But some people do. Right? Gang, you I, and I bullshit you not. If you've seen what I look like on Twitter, again, I'm not a tiny guy. I'm 6'3", and after I get over my little depressive episode, I'll put about seven more pounds on. So, I mean, on average, I'm 6'3", and, and I'm really close to 250 pounds. Let's just say it's not fat. Gang, where I work, I am considered the elephant man. People look at me like, oh, my God. Oh, oh, get that away from me. I bullshit you not. I've got the height that some of those women are looking for, but I'm entirely too big. Women, where I am, they like really tall and guys that are around 180 pounds. Gang, I, if I caught AIDS, COVID, pneumonia, and they amputated one of my legs, I still wouldn't be under 200 pounds. But I can't rag them. They don't like big, muscular guys. That's what I am. And I can't rag them for that, just like they can't rag me for liking girls that got some cushion. 
So, I mean, again, so for him to sit here and say that, you know, they're trying to change the standard, again, it's like when uh, those white kids were starting to get denied admissions. And they're like, oh, well, Robert, my son didn't get into XYZ school because some Mexican took his spot. Like, hey, fuck face, entitled much? You actually thought that was your kid's slot to have, huh? Go fuck yourself. So, again, that is your standard, Michael Knowles. It's not everyone else's. Now, gang, we're going to move from a topic within a topic. We've got one more on fuckface Michael Knowles. Because the other commercial, again, I can't even remember what the product was. But, again, you can find a bad commercial anywhere. But, no, the, the topic of being transgender had nothing to do with the product they were selling. I openly admit that. But Michael Knowles, go fuck yourself. So, you know what I had more to think about it, gang? You know what the point of these commercials was? I actually think it's just to normalize other shit, right? Again, there's nothing wrong with being gay, heavy, black, trans. It doesn't matter. It really does not matter. And it's people like the Michael Knowles. Again, no one's asking you to step down. You're just being asked to share the space. And your monkey ass doesn't like it. But again, the reason why I'm going to rag his monkey ass on this bullshit is because what was he saying? Oh, it's a standard talking point. I hear Ben Shapiro say it. And it's basically calling transgender people delusional. Right. And it's like, you know, well, just because, you know, you're a guy and you think you're a girl doesn't mean you are right. You're just delusional. You know what's going on in your head doesn't match reality. Okay, Christians, I'm going to highly recommend you stand down from this argument. You have no idea how hypocritically fucking stupid you sound. We actually have research to back the claims that when someone is born uh, assigned a certain gender, we can track that shit to show in their mind that's something else, right? You know what we don't have scientific evidence for? Virgins getting pregnant. Again, I had someone earlier in the week And I told her, you don't believe that. No, you do not. This person has a master's degree, gang. This person is highly successful. And I'll be good goddamn. This person told me to my face in English words that I can understand that they believe that a dead Jew came back to life and a teenage virgin got pregnant without getting fucked. You know what I told her? You don't believe that. No, Robert. I was like, no, you don't. No, you do not. (laughs) No, you don't. So again, you you Christians are the last people to talk about fucking delusional states. You just are, right? If you actually think that the world flooded and your God had eight people on a fucking boat along with millions of animals, never mind food storage, waste disposal, disease control, never mind the natural state of the circle of, shut the fuck up. You do not believe that. You don't, Right? Again, if you think you're a sinner and you don't shut the fuck up, I don't care. But to wrap this portion up, Christians, until you can prove all your wild and out ass claims of just ridiculous, scientifically asinine bullshit ass claims, you are the last ones to stand up and call someone else delusional. Now, gang, actually, real fast, because you know Uncle Bobby can do this forever. At the height of my Vicodin abuse gang, I was a motherfucking pimp. This was long before you heard words like opioid crisis. I'm old school, Jack. If, if you, let's you got like 120 Vicodin or hydrocodones, right? 
If you wipe that shit out in a week, you'll never guess what. You just went back another prescription. Yeah. Insurance picking up the bill. I didn't give a shit. Right? Gang, just to get out of bed. Just to get out of bed. Four of them. Four 325s. What's the math on that? Right? That's 1,300 milligrams. Right before my feet. I haven't had coffee. Hadn't even taken my morning shit yet. Right? So imagine my monkey ass wagging my finger at someone who drinks too much. I'm like, hey, 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 that shit will kill you. I've got no room to talk. I was a Vicodin addict, Jack. <laughs> right? So that's my point. So far as long as you get up and you say you believe that a teenager got pregnant without getting any dick, you don't get to talk about someone else's delusional state. So again, Michael knows, go fuck yourself. Gang, I saved the biggest and the most emotional for last. Hold on, you know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jen and Truth, let's go. Gang, this hurricane is going to fuck me up. And by me, I mean everyone else, one with a soul, a heart, empathy, and it is everyone else who was touched by Katrina. I mean, you guys don't understand. <laughs> that, that really fucked us up. And I told you all that story, and I'm going to say it right now. It was a Monday. I still remember it. Gang, I sat there on the phone with my mother. And it was the first time where the kid became the parent. And my mom was hyperventilating, crying. Because, again, we had one cousin that hadn't checked in. And Ryan was like, you know, Ray's dead. And she and I'm trying not to cry now. I mean, she just she was losing it. And it was like, Mom, you got to stop. Right? You're not helping the situation. If and when he checks in, he's going to check in. But right now, it's not helping, Mom. Please calm down. And I stay with my mom on the phone all night long. Now, again, may not seem like much because I don't sleep anyway. But when you add pretty much six hours of having to talk your mom off of an emotional ledge, it was everything I had, gang. My emotional credit card was maxed out. Gang, I got to work the next day at 6 a.m. I remember this person because this person was every Tuesday and Thursdays at 6 a.m. <laughs> so that's why I know it was a Monday. I walked in there, bloodshot red eyes. My breath reeked of nine cups of coffee. And I, I, I'm literally the walking dead. I had just enough energy to remember to be mannerable. I said, good morning to this person. And while this person's getting loose, getting ready for the session, they started off with, I know I shouldn't say this, but it's like, oh, fuck me. Again, again you know how it works. It, any sense that starts out with, I know I shouldn't say this, but, but don't say it. <laughs> you're, you're acknowledging you're getting ready to slap someone else across the face. And this person said, I know I shouldn't say this, but I believe God sent the hurricane to New Orleans to destroy the wicked for homosexuality. I told that bitch to get the fuck out. I sure did. I haven't seen this person since. Now, my little sense of comeuppance, and me and a friend talked about it actually earlier in the week, was this person hit some financial hard times. Not homelessness or, again, this person's got some money. So by their standards, it was, you know, financial hard times. And so they sent out a blast email. Did their kid need a transplant? No, Right? It was there an accident? No. You know what it was? They didn't have enough money to send their kids to some Christian camp. And so they were asking for donations. 
Gang, I read that goddamn email, and I'm telling you, I jerked off while I typed the fucking response. And I said, yo, you remember that God that you said went to New Orleans to destroy my family? Yeah, why don't you ask that fucker for the money? Don't you ever put me on any of these fucking blast emails ever again. We are not friends. Don't you ever bring your ass back to my... Seriously, right? Katrina, my point is Katrina was emotionally damaging. If you think what happened to the city was bad, what happened to our hearts, minds, and souls was worse. I mean, if, and if you haven't seen it, it's, it's a Spike Lee documentary. Uh, some, uh, God, my brain is so tired. <laughs> something, something, and if the crink don't rise or something like that. And all he did was just go interview, you know, the survivors of Katrina. And gang, it, it's hard. It is hard. If God is willing and the creek don't rise. Yeah. And so, again, it's it's all kinds of fucked up. But, again, K- Katrina hurt us in ways that, again, if you lived in Philadelphia, and you're like, oh, that's a bad news story, then you don't understand. And this shit is getting ready to happen again. Now, there are a couple of arguments that I want to get in and out of the way because it's going to happen. It's going to fucking happen. The Ben Shapiro level uh, arguments of why did you just get up and move? Okay, again, the people that are stuck there, there's a reason. Fuck faces. It's called money. I, I don't think people realize what what it means to fucking you know be in that kind of financial situation. Getting up and moving requires cash. Oh god damn! Oh, that looks like my dad. Jesus. That's another one, though. (laughs) Fuck me. (laughs) I just saw another. Oh, oh, man. I'm not watching that one anytime soon. But again, moving requires money. Right? If you can make that statement that, well, why don't they just get up and move? Why don't they just get out of the way? Then you don't know anyone. And you clearly have never been that person who literally needs to get online to see if you have enough money to fill up your gas tank. Right? And I remember after Katrina, you remember the whole FEMA thing. Right. And I remember I was doing some spot duty at another gym, you know, to help some uh, a friend out. And there was this hyper conservative asshole there. And it just got to the point to wherever he was, I couldn't be around him because he was literally making my blood boil, gang. He was an asshole. And people were, were living in FEMA trailers and need, still needing uh, government and federal assistance. Right. And I heard him say something along the lines of fuck them, just kick them out. And I engaged him. I was like, hold on. Did I not hear you? Right? Did you? And then he went on this little tirade. I was like, well, they've been in there for like six weeks. Right? I got to pay for that. Right? And I was like, dude, I, I don't think you understand. This is not a vacation home. These people are struggling. And I gave them the sad story. Not even the sad story. The real story. Right? And you know what he said? He shrugged his shoulders and said, too bad. Okay, you know what? Again, it, it, Fuck him and his family, right? Because, again, I hope, I hope when he hits hard times, people treat him better than what he's treated others. But, again, to sit here and say, you know, well, why don't you guys just get up and move? Again, it's like Ben Shapiro. I say about that fucker all the time. If you've never just done that, you don't get to tell other people to just do that, right? Again, it's you, you got no idea. What the fuck it is you're talking about? These things cost time and money. Things that some of these residents 
don't have spare of either fucking one, Jack. Again, you guys are just being assholes. And what I really wanted to talk about on this shit, gang, is belief. Again, if you need a God to take your next door neighbor a crate of water because their water got fucked up from the Texas freeze or something, fine. Again, I'm not going to debate you on that. I don't care what makes you do good things. Just do good things. I won't debate you. All I care about is the bottom line, like my dad used to say. But gang, I'm already hearing shit. I, I won't even say this asshole's name. Your beliefs inform your actions. And there was one person, a government official in Louisiana, who said, you know, they're not stressed out about it. You want to know why? Because death is temporary. This this time on earth is just a blip, right? So if I die, I get to go to heaven. Okay, that, that's what scares me. That's what fucking scares me. It's no different. I think it is. I think it's Jehovah's Witness that will not accept dr- blood transfusions, right? I mean, again, people are dying of things that they don't have to die from. They are. But again, your belief in a God is making you make real fucked up ass decisions. Like I said yesterday about Kirk fuckface cousins, not worried about getting the vaccine. Why? He's covered in the blood of Jesus. Well, Kirk, you know, COVID can kill people like badly. Well, what seems to be the problem? I get to go to heaven. Okay. Again, your belief is a detriment. To my brothers and sisters on the coastline, if you can, get the fuck out. Again, pray all you want. Just pray while your home is in the rearview fucking mirror. Right? Isn't I mean, I remember from my Christian days, and I'm not even here to debate the validity of this. God helps those who help themselves, right? I think your fucking God wants you in your car. If you can't get up and get out because you don't have that kind of cash, Again, that's what my family's doing. Live in all one space. That way you can keep your eye on one another. Again, when, when your God makes you sit on your ass and take steps to your fucking death, I don't like your God. And again, this is the Bible belt. Again, I am going to bash Christianity just a little bit on this. Gang, when I drive back to the swamp, ah, gang, I'm sitting here looking at the water. It's looking more and more threatening. Again, this is just, you know the fucked up thing about water? Water doesn't, it's like a virus. It does not care who or what you are. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. That one tasted like nervousness. But again, water doesn't give a shit, right? It will drown your monkey ass just as soon as it will my dog, just as soon as it will destroy someone else's house. So I'm sitting here, I'm looking at this shit. Still at 150 miles an hour, category four. It's going to pick up speed, I guarantee it. Who am I going to dub it? This is the Bible Belt. Christians, when I drive I-10 to get back to the swamp, gang, right when I get outside of Houston, Texas, there are 50-foot billboards across the street from other 50-foot billboards. That's literally half a mile away for more 50-foot billboards, each and every single last one of them telling me I'm going to go to hell, right? And yeah, yeah, and the only reason why nobody blinks at this shit is because it's the insults and threats that we're used to. 
Now imagine the same amount of billboards just as tall that said, we're going to hang black people. We're going to rape a 14-year-old kid. Imagine the outrage, right? My, my, my point is, this is the fucking Bible Belt. You guys literally get away with fucking murder. This is brought arguably the most Christian portion of the country. Can y'all hear pop in the background? Hashtag episode mood killer. This is the Bible Belt gang. It doesn't get any more Christian than that. So Christians, I got to ask you again, without argument for special exception and all the other bullshit ass games you guys like to play. Again, where's your God now? A lot of my brothers and sisters in the South on the coastline, they're about to lose their ass. Some of them will lose their lives. Again, if you're going to pray, pray. Again, I, I have zero interest in robbing you of your faith. I can't take anything away from you that you aren't willing to give up yourself. But again, your God is not going to stand there like fucking Jason Momoa and Aquaman. Oh, y'all remember that scene? What was it, the first Justice League? Right, they were fighting under the fucking Gotham City and shit. Big ass flood comes. They're trying to get to the fucking bat, uh, plane, right? Who the fuck comes and uh, jumps into fucking action? Jason Momoa was fine looking ass. And he does a backflip out of the fucking water and hmm, puts that fucking trident down. Stops the water from going anywhere, Jack. Christian, you have a stronger chance. And if it happens, I hope Jason's not wearing a fucking shirt when he does it. You've got a stronger chance of Jason Momoa coming and stopping the flood with his magic trident than you do your fucking Jesus coming out of nowhere. Again, if you need a Jesus to make you do good things, Uncle Bobby's going to shut the fuck up. But the truth is, your Jesus isn't going to show up. So again, if you're going to pray, do it while taking all the necessary precautions. Shit. All right, gang, I didn't time this one out very good, but it doesn't matter because I've been tutored by the world's greatest DJ. Hit my boy up at Perfect Gummy if you want your sound engineering to sound magnificent. But gang, I'm looking at the clock and I'm pushing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained again. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix again. And I'll be back to, for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. gang i'm gonna wrap this portion up close the show start my big cook drink cry and stare at this fucking screen and fucking hope that the coastline is as good as it's going to be uh they yeah new orleans said they're shutting schools down at least by for monday i i hate to tell you this new orleans it's going to be longer than just monday a uh, good portion of the coastline is already without power. Again, obviously, I'm not a praying man, but I hope everyone's okay. But back to you fuckers. Okay. 
Again, Christians, seriously, in, in respects to what's going on right now, I'm telling you, I am telling you, I am telling you, your God is not going to show up. This isn't a game. People are going to lose property, and more importantly, people are going to lose their lives. I will not be able to go to bed tonight without how many dozens of people taking their last breath. Again, you won't be able to get to this in time, so maybe suck this one away for the next tragedy that we all have to go through. If your God is a fraction, if your Jesus, your Holy Ghost, whatever, is a fraction of what you say he or it or whatever the fuck is, your disembodied mind, whatever the fuck, if he's a fraction of what you say he is, he wants you to be safe. And right now the coastline is not fucking safe. Get a grip. Do the right thing. All right, gang, Uncle Bobby is giving you a shit ton of problems again, hasn't he? Not as many as he did yesterday. So as a result, Uncle Bobby is going to give you a shit ton of solutions. First one up, again, you fucking vegans, shut the fuck up. Seriously, shut the fuck up, right? You you guys continue to search for what it is you claim to hate the most. And again, you, you get off on this. This is torture porn for you, right? Again, I teach women how not to be raped. I get enough of that shit for eight hours a day. I'm not voluntarily eating, even if I did it. I'm still not going to go and search for these images, right? I just belched again. Hashtag unprofessional. That one tastes like frustration. So again, you, you guys actively search out what it is you claim to hate the most. To me, that makes you more disgusting than the hunters and the meat eaters. It really, really does. Again, you should be able to talk about a passionate subject, get your point across without filling other people's minds and eyes with your bullshit. Knock it off. Next one up, white people who are still arguing that they should be able to say the word nigger. Shut the fuck up. Again, after all this time, Again, you are not looking for clarification. Your monkey ass is looking for permission. There's, I can go find a third grader right now who will be able to tell me. Okay, gang, the, the lady on this weather channel, holy shit, she's got more booty than the Democratic donkey. God damn. I got all kinds of distracted. <laughs> where the fuck was I? Was I talking about celery and salads? What the fuck happened? Okay, uh, where was I? Oh, nigger. Okay, back on topic. Again, I can go find a third grader right now and ask that third grader, should you go and call black people niggers? You know what that third grader is going to say? No. Again, if you are my age, you know better. You do. And I've been saying it on Twitter, and I'm going to say it again right now. And that is, again, funny how it is, it isn't your grandfather's fault. White people have been calling black people niggers since the fucking 1700s. But apparently it didn't become a problem until black people started saying it in rap music. So again, you want permission? Fine. Uncle Bobby's giving it to you. 
But again, when you get your ass served up a three-piece combo with a biscuit, extra spicy, again, don't complain. Don't complain. You don't get to act stupid. Again, I can't tell you how many concussions I've had. I can't tell you how much my person has changed because of the brain damage. And you know what I've never done? I've never gone up to a Mexican person and called them a wetback. You want to know why? I know it's an insult. So again, shut the fuck up. You know better. And again, if, you, if you're feeling argumentative, knock yourself out. But if you're feeling froggy, then jump. Like I said earlier, let, let, let me get back in my Christian mode. To ye who fucketh around, you will eventually findeth out. So again, cross that line. Go ahead. Find the biggest, blackest person you can find. Call him a nigger. And then tell him, oh yeah, by the way, that pot, you won't be able to finish your fucking sentence. But again, if you feel entitled, you're right. Go ahead. Exercise your First Amendment all day long or until someone pops you in your fucking lip. Next one up, all you assholes who want to sit here and talk about how you're not ashamed to be American while in America, shut the fuck up. Again, the only people oppressing you is you. No, it's not against the law to say the Pledge of Allegiance. Y'all remember when fuckface Ted Cruz, you know, posted, you know, a picture of his badly built ass self in front of the flag saying the pledge. Then posted it on Twitter saying, I remember the times when this wasn't offensive. Ted Cruz, shut the fuck up. Don't you have a wife you need to throw under the bus? Right? Don't you have kids that you need to fucking throw in a creek somewhere? Shut the fuck up. No. There's nothing wrong with saying you're an American. Again, the real patriots are the ones that are willing to criticize this place because we want to see it get better. The rest of you are just America sycophants. Right. Again, you know, oh, the greatest fucking example. We went four years watching a foul mouthed orange baboon say and do things that if your average fifth grader did it, we'd beat the shit out of him. We'd beat the brakes off that fucker. But you guys spent four years making excuses for the worst behavior on the planet. Right. But Donald Trump straight up said that he grabs women by the pussy. Well, no, 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 you, you, you misunderstood him. He said, when you're famous, they let you. So no, it's not sexual assault. Shut the fuck up. Seriously. So no, that, that's actually a perfect tie-in, a perfect example. You guys want to sit here and talk about how perfect America is. And again, just go back last year. A fucking racist white cop choked a man in broad daylight. 10 minutes, he tortured that man. You would think this country would simply say, yeah, that was fucking murder. No, it split this country in half. So again, we are willing to point out the bruises. You guys are the ones sitting here saying, well, if he wasn't on fentanyl, he would shut the fuck up. So again, you aren't a patriot. You're a sycophant. And again, you're the exact same assholes who sat there. And when we were in the middle of a pandemic, People are dying. Uh, we're going to uh, uh, and put some disinfectant uh, right in the body. We're going to look into that. Uh, we can put UV light. Uh, we're going to look into that. And then what happened? We got his fat ass called out. What'd they say? Oh, he was just trolling the liberal media. Yeah, a thousand people died in the time it took him to troll the liberal media. So again, all you got, you're getting 
You aren't a patriot. Y'all are sycophants. That's what you are. Lastly, but not fucking least. Oh, no, no, no. Missed one. Michael Knowles. Shut the fuck up. Again, Christians, stand down. Seriously, stay in your lane. Okay, you're a guilty sinner. Okay, you, you need to go to church. Okay, your your pastor who's worth $20 million, yeah, you, you need to make sure you give him more of your tithes. Yeah, I can't stop you. I think it's personally stupid, but knock yourself out. But again, when you sit there and you say that our trans brothers and sisters are delusional, then you turn your monkey ass right around and say, oh, uh, the Exodus account? Yeah, that really happened. Yeah, a, a grown-ass man threw a stick on the ground and it turned into a serpent. Uh, why is the world so fucked up? Uh, that's because Dirt Man and Rib Woman, uh, they got coaxed into eating a magical apple. And right now, as I said that, some fucking Christian's like, oh, well, Robert, it wasn't an apple. Shut the fuck up. Right? The world is fucked up because Dirt Man and Rib Woman got juked by a talking snake. And they ate a piece of fruit that literally plunged the world into a cursed state. But yet you're going to turn around and call trans people delusional? Again, I really think you need to stay in your lane and shut the fuck up. Lastly, but not leastly, again, your belief isn't going to help during this fucked up ass time. So please shut the fuck up. Believe in your God all you want. But again, if your God is a fraction of what you say he is, he wants you to be okay. Again, this isn't the time for ecumenical debates. I'll I'll debate you (laughs) when you survive the hurricane. How about that? Then you can tell me about your objective morality and how a building needs a builder and all this other bullshit. Be safe. Your God wants you to get your ass in a car. Your God wants you to take real world steps to solve what's getting ready to be a fucking real world problem. Again, I can't be more serious. Stop fucking around. Get out of there and be safe if you can. And if not, go check on the person next door. Make sure that they're okay. Again, Uncle Bobby, I will always be here. You can always call me a guilty sinner. You can tell me that I was never a Christian. You can say all that shit after you survived the storm. All right. The big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go. Gin and truth.